you're tuned into Eric's Movie Club. And now, here's Eric. Yes, thank you, Jeff, and thank you so much for tuning into Episode 3 of Eric's Movie Club. These days, we all use streaming services, and now more than ever during these tough times that we're in, and so I am here to help you choose a movie to watch, because one thing that always happens is we open up our streaming services, and we spend way too much time choosing something to watch. That's where I come in. And today, I'm going to be recommending a relatively recent movie, in fact, one from 2019. One of my favorites from 2019, which I thought was a pretty darn good movie year, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is a Quentin Tarantino movie. I absolutely love this movie. We're also going to talk about some of Quentin Tarantino's greatest characters. And that's all coming up a little bit later on. First, let's get into movie news. Movie news. Now, it looks like this is going to be the new reality of film distribution. Heading to theaters and video on demand at the same time. At least that's what's going to happen for the new Bill and Ted movie. Now, I know this is one that here in 2020 has been highly anticipated. Bill and Ted face the music. It's Keanu Reeves. It's Alex Winter back together again. And we now have a date when this is actually going to be released. September 1st in theaters and on demand. Quite a few movies this year have already gone that route. Obviously, the Netflix movies, things like that, King of Staten Island, Movies like that have gone straight to streaming, but then uh, quite a few others. Trolls World Tour, I think, was one of the first ones, the animated movie uh, that went straight to video so that people could see it and so that kids can watch it during these tough times. They've not really had a lot of options for entertainment these days, so it's pretty cool that movies have been doing that. And speaking of highly anticipated releases, Christopher Nolan's highly anticipated new movie, Tenet, is finally going to be released. Probably. It's had quite a few reschedules (laughs) over the last uh, couple of months. July 17th, July 31st, August 12th. No, 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 no. August 26th is when it's going to be released in 70 countries, including Canada, not including the United States. It'll be released on September 3rd in the States over the Labor Day long weekend. And the reason why is they want to go traditional with it. They want to put it in the theater. So they've been pushing back the release. But at least we know when we get to watch it. All right, let's move on to this week's movie recommendation. It's time for Eric's movie recommendation. The movie, as I said earlier, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie. All right, what's the matter, partner? It's official, old buddy. It has been. What are you talking about? What did that guy tell you? Told me the goddamn truth is what he told me. Whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Here, put these on. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Fantastic movie. You can watch this movie on Crave TV in Canada and on Hulu in the United States. So why should you watch? I mentioned earlier, 2019, I thought was a pretty darn good movie year. I enjoyed quite a few of the movies that I saw in 2019. And this one might be my favorite. Which is hard to say, because I really like some of the movies I saw. But I'm such a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. And this is one that I was really looking forward to. And I have to admit something here. I'm a little bit of a fan of the true crime genre. Would have been weird to say that a bunch of years ago. But I feel like in 2020, this is something that's a little bit more accepted these days. And I've always had a morbid curiosity about the Manson family and the 
evil things uh, that they did. And I've read about them and I've watched documentaries about them. So when I heard Quentin Tarantino was doing a movie and the Manson family would have a part in it, yeah, I was looking forward to this one. And I absolutely loved it. I saw it in theaters uh, in August of 2019. And I thought they did, first and foremost, an amazing job of creating that world, creating 1969 Los Angeles. And they did it the old school way. I'm talking no CGI here. Quentin Tarantino is carrying the flag for old school movie making. They literally recreated 1969 Hollywood. They shut down a portion of Hollywood Boulevard and changed all the storefronts so that it looked like it looked in the summer of 1969. The costumes were amazing. The cars were all right. Like everything looked great. The interiors of houses looked perfect. The art direction on this movie is worth the price of admission. And of course, Quentin Tarantino, being the movie nerd that he is, he wasn't just going to use CGI to make things look like 1969. He actually changed Hollywood Boulevard, or at least a block of it, to make it look right, which I absolutely appreciate. There is another nerdy thing I want to talk about when it comes to the attention to detail put into this movie, and one of the things that Quentin Tarantino really cares about. And I don't want this to get too nerdy, but if you'll allow me, for 30 seconds, we're going to go into Nerd Corner. Now entering Nerd Corner. A lot of movies these days are shot on digital cameras, but I love that Quentin Tarantino is sticking to actual film. And not only did cinematographer Robert Richardson shoot the majority of this movie on 35mm film, they also used different types of film to be more authentic when shooting different scenarios. Home videos were shot on 8mm film. They recreated the look of like old B-movies and old TV shows by using 16mm film to really look like 1969 Love the attention to detail. That's it. This has been Nerd Corner. If you ever wanted to know why we need movie stars, you probably don't think we need movie stars, but we really do. And this movie will tell you why. Leonardo DiCaprio as the lead role. Rick Dalton absolutely flexes, as the kids say. This guy's acting chops are off the charts. As you know, he is an Oscar winner at this point. And not only does he play the main character, Rick Dalton. He also plays other characters as Rick Dalton. Incredible performance. Brad Pitt gives one of the greatest performances of his career, as far as I'm concerned, as Cliff Booth in this movie. Maybe the most compelling character in the movie and one of the best Quentin Tarantino characters ever. We'll get into that a little bit later on. And it's one of those things where we have a vintage moment of like, oh yeah, Brad Pitt. This guy's the real deal. <laughs> this guy's the real deal, which is very cool. And then Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate, obviously a real-life person. Both Leo and Brad's characters are fictional. Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. And absolutely stunning in this role. She doesn't have many things to say. She doesn't have many lines. But every time she's on screen, you just can't peel your eyes away. It's one of the most electric and magnetic performances uh, in the last few years, anyway, really, really well done from Margot Robbie. In addition to the stars of this movie, the cameos are incredible. What a great Hollywood movie in that sense, because, I mean, just an unreal lineup of cameos. Al Pacino, for goodness sakes. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. How about Kurt Russell, Emile Hirsch, Bruce Dern, the late Luke Perry, and on and on. 
And there is a very interesting casting decision that they made when it comes to the Manson family, specifically. They cast the Manson family using former child actors and the offspring of famous movie stars. So what do I mean by that? Well, like Dakota Fanning plays Squeaky Fromm. Margaret Qualley, who is the uh, daughter of Andy McDowell, she's one of the main characters in the movie. Maya Hawke is the daughter of Ethan Hawke. And Uma Thurman, who's in a ton of Quentin Tarantino movies. Harley Quinn Smith is Kevin Smith's daughter. And so on and so forth. So it's kind of cool that they made that decision to populate the Manson family with these kind of offspring of famous people. Again, just another really neat Hollywood decision for this movie. I could talk forever (laughs) and ever on this movie. And at this point, you're probably thinking I will. I'm not going to. What I will leave you with is this is a Tarantino movie at the end of the day. It's super entertaining. There's a lot of humor in this movie. There is some violence, if that's what you're into. But uh, at the end of the day, this is, uh, I think, one of the best movies he's ever done. And I am a huge fan of his. So I would say, even if you ignore all the nerdy stuff (laughs) I just mentioned, you will have a lot of fun watching this movie. Movies are cool with Eric. All right, while we're on the topic of Quentin Tarantino, I think that the character Cliff Booth, who I talked about earlier, played by Brad Pitt, is one of the best characters to ever appear in a Quentin Tarantino movie. In fact, I think he's in the top five. Now, I know there's a lot of Tarantino heads out there, and I'm interested to see how you would answer this question. Who are the top five Quentin Tarantino characters? There are a lot of good ones to choose from. Here's my top five, and just keep in mind that I don't know if I'm carving this into stone necessarily. This might change at some point, but this is my current top five. Number five, Cliff Booth, played by Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Are you some old cowboy guy that used to make movies there? Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm surprised how accurate that description of me really is. Some old cowboy guy that used to shoot movies at Spawn Ranch. So he used to... Make westerns at the ranch back in the old timey days. Well, if by the old timey days you mean television eight years ago, yeah. Number four, Jackie Brown, played by Pam Greer in Jackie Brown. You never got into the whole CD revolution? Oh, I got a few, but I can't afford to start all over again. I mean, I've invested too much time and money in my albums. Yeah, but you can't get new stuff on records. I don't get new stuff that often. Number three, The Bride, played by the aforementioned Uma Thurman in Kill Bill 1 and 2. It's not my intention to do this in front of you. For that, I'm sorry. But you can take my word for it. Your mother had it coming. Now, number two was a tough decision here. I had to ask myself, do I want to put a character who is a Nazi on my list. I ended up putting a character who was a Nazi on my list. Colonel Hans Landa, played by Christoph Waltz, in one of the greatest acting performances I've ever seen. Ooh, that's a bingo. (laughs) Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo. You just say bingo. Bingo, how fun. (laughs) In Inglorious Bastards, that's number two. And number one, I bet this would be a lot of people's number one. Jules Winfield, played by Samuel L. Jackson 
in Pulp Fiction. That is my number one. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. As I said, this isn't exactly set in stone. I have seen his movies so many times. I've rewatched all of his movies multiple times. And every time I rewatch his movies, my opinions on his movies change slightly. So I wouldn't carve that into stone just yet. And who knows, if you ask me a month, month from now, I probably have a different answer for you. That is my current top five. Who do you think is the best character in any Quentin Tarantino movie? And would you be so bold as to rank your top five? I'd love to hear from you. If you do end up watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, please let me know what you thought. If there is a specific genre of movie you would like me to recommend here, if you have any movie-related questions for me, if you have any movie debates you would like my take on, I'd love to hear from you. And of course, I'd love for you to answer today's question. Who is the best Quentin Tarantino character? You can reach out to me by going to Eric's Movie Club on Facebook. Also a Twitter page, at Eric's Movie Club. Reach out to me, join in on the conversation, and I'll talk to you again next week. This has been Eric's Movie Club, a giant TV production.